handle the truth. Should we or should we not follow the advice of the galactically stupid? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You know why? You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Righteous Brick Podcast. I'm your host, J.L. Covan. It is 8.12 a.m. Eastern on Sunday, May 21st, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, been up since 5 a.m., uh, just uh, doing laundry, reading, contemplating, uh, not going to the gym. I thought I would do that, but it's so much easier to podcast and go to the gym and still feel like you're accomplishing something. It's like, well, you know, I would, you know, take care of my health and start losing weight and preserve uh, my existence on this planet. But um, doing a 30-minute podcast by myself is also accomplishing goals, hashtag goals. Um, so I decided to do this. Big, A few, a few kind of important announcements. Um, I talked to a friend who was actually the original person who helped me and Jay Nog produce... Uh, 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 making podcasts great again. And, um, he has started his own podcast studio. He's a very sort of successful podcast producer. Um, and he is, uh, going to have his own, um, what's it called? Network, podcast network, some like up sometime this summer. So I, I asked him not knowing, only knowing that he had the studio, not knowing of his even bigger plans, but I thought, as you guys can probably guess, I'm not quite ready to give up on comedy, though I'm real close. Um, but a few things, like the two specials I have, I'd like to see if those can come out and do something. And obviously, I'm really just talking about Half Blackface, uh, Tall Boy. I just did a third uh, round of revisions, and uh, now we're up to the credit sequences and everything. Uh, so that's moving along nicely, and uh, no reason to think it won't be ready uh, for audio pre-order and Patreon viewing in June. Um, so that's good. Half blackface, uh, no word, uh, no, no nothing. Uh, and I don't even, you know, as you can imagine, you're bored of it, I'm bored of it. Um, so that's all there is, but obviously those two things are still lingering. Um, I've got a couple gigs on the calendar, Montclair, New Jersey, uh, in two weeks. Uh, just part of a show with Stone and Stone, uh, two twins who are comedians. Uh, some, if you're 
real hardcore comedy people you might recognize them from one of the seasons of last comic standing they were i think they would they made the finals of last comic standing the year they were on and then were sort of eliminated i think quickly into the finals but still like obviously very cool um so that'll be fun it's just in a cafe trend cafe on bloomfield avenue in uh in in montclair just about a mile and a half walk from my apartment please groupies don't follow me home okay thank you respect my privacy um and then what else do i have then i'll be in chicago um june 2nd as part of karen hunter's foolishness friday it's on a sunday but the branded branding of the show is is uh foolishness friday she's a uh sirius xm host and she has me on semi-regularly, usually for, for impressions, a little bit of commentary and a lot of impressions. So uh, I'll be making the trip out to Chicago to do that show, uh, which is Sunday, June, July 2nd, uh, 6 p.m. at City Winery, where I was uh, just uh, just there a few months ago. So how about that? Isn't that fun? Um, so uh, my guess is it will just be sort of, you know, a fun time. The New York show was, was very fun um, that we did. I was just a small, you know, not a small, but significant part of it. But I assume if I'm getting paid to come out to Chicago, uh, I will not be a minor part of the show. But, uh, even if I'm, if, even if I am, uh, the pay I have requested, uh, is that of a primary member of the show. So as long as I get paid like a primary member of the show, if they want to use me for 10 minutes, great. If they want me on for, for 90, you know, as part of the panel and to do various act outs and impressions, even better. So just, uh, you know, the diehard fans who want to want to see me, uh, Chicago, I will be back July 2nd and then September 15th and 16th. Mark your calendars, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, because someone's coming back to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and that someone is me. Um, so needless to say, it's the usual eclectic, overall sad collection of gigs as the comedy career peters out. So that brings me back to the podcast. So this podcast that you're listening to, for, for some of you uh, are very long-time listeners, but some of you are not. To just explain, this podcast started in 2012, um, right after the, a week after the, the uh, breakup of a, uh, a very a good uh, relationship that was very sad at the breakup. And uh, so it should tell you everything you need to know that like, wow, uh, at jail's lowest moment, he started a podcast. Interesting. <laughs> um, so basically, the gist of it was on social media, a lot of my friends and a few strangers kept calling me like a hater for whether it was my I don't get the big deal about Louis C.K. or uh, any, any number of topics. I had very strident, humorous, hot takes, if you will. Um and so the podcast started out of that. The Righteous Brick Podcast was each week, JL will take a topic that's popular, trendy, um, or overrated and argue, debate, discuss with a person uh, who loves that thing and tells them why they're wrong and why the thing they love and think is great is either overrated, mediocre, or just plain shitty. So the first episode, I believe, with audio difficulties, of course, um, I didn't know what I was doing and the audio was atrocious, but was Kobe Bryant. So just to give you a sense of like, you know, yes, no, he's, you know, and, and, and of course it gets ridiculous where it's like, okay, so you're saying Kobe Bryant is not top five, you're saying he's top 10. And I go, well, that's overrated. 
if you have him in your top five, you have overrated him. There it is. The, the, the thesis of the show is not always that the thing sucks. But I did uh, – the Louis C.K. episode was very well regarded. I did uh, like a Jay-Z episode. I did um, bacon was a topic. Wings were a topic. Um, so so it was a, a, a cupcakes at one point, you know, all these trendy little shops opening. So So you get the gist of it. And eventually I felt like I had run out of things to hate. Now you're probably like Mike, the podcast producer – you probably are laughing at that thought. Like, JL, you never seem to run out of things to hate. In fact, I wish you would love more and hate less. But I think because I've integrated, I've abandoned the sort of specificity of the format, I just sort of ramble now, you know? So it'll be a lot of comedy talk, some depressing talk, sometimes very, very funny talk, sometimes random impressions, sometimes specific topics on politics or whatever. And then usually just some discussion, you know, Ted Lasso would be a good example. Like if I were to do an episode on Ted Lasso, that'd be an easy one because I'd invite a fan of Ted Lasso onto the show or just do it myself and, you know, just say, I'm not willing to sit here and just join hands with the people who are saying, well, season three has really lost its way. I love Ted Lasso. I think the first two seasons were great, but this, and I would say, no, no, let me stop you there. None of the seasons were great. Um, a country in, 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 in a moral panic and a deep depression finding Schitt's Creek and Ted Lasso to be the last three best comedies on TV, according to the Emmys, are Schitt's Creek, which pulled off the first ever sweep of all awards. Nice show, not even close to deserving of, I'd argue, any of the awards it won. Without saying that it's a terrible show. I would say it's not even close. And and when you sweep the awards, so you're telling me like this is the greatest comedy of all time, even just relative, even on a relative basis, I don't think so. Um, and then we get Ted Lasso, another another you know p- show with with a pleasant beat. Even if even if you think there's dark undertones, it's definitely gone. It's at its best. It's 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 good. At its best, it's good. And and season three is its worst. And I think it's terrible. It's but it's also sometimes hard to judge. Like when things are 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 so high budget, you know, when you've hired good actors and you have like the Apple cameras, which just look exquisite. It's hard to just be like, this is terrible. You're like, well, it kind of looks good and sort of feels good. But you know, so it would be a humorous debate discussion, that kind of thing. So when I was talking to Mike, who knows the business, who knows what's hot, what, what works from a social media digital standpoint, also what works from sort of a podcasting standpoint, he, he immediately gravitated to bringing that hook back if we work together. So he said, I think we need a rebrand of the show. So take, maybe take a couple weeks off and we'll get cracking on this new artwork, new title, bringing, making the theme sort of Obviously, I'll still talk about things. It's not just going to be JL gets on the mic with him by himself or with one person and just sticks to one topic for the oh and the format of the show. He said it should be no longer than forty five minutes, and I'm trusting him once again. I know him. It's not like the debacle with uh, half blackface. I know him. I've already worked with him. Uh, he has sort of expertise in this field on many levels. He's worked with big independent podcasts and also big podcast networks. Um, so I'm going to trust him, um, uh, because it's one of those things where 
I don't want to say I, I, I haven't even been fighting the good fight. I'd say I'm fighting the useless fight, which is like, I don't want to do reels. And he said to me when we were talking, he was like, yeah, I got into podcasting production and things like that because like, you know, I like the long form interviews. I like, I like audio production. And he's like, and now so much of it is video clips and creating content via clips to draw people's attention and hope that they then watch or listen to the podcast. So when I had written to him originally, it was sort of with the idea of, yeah, I'd like to start uploading the podcast weekly to YouTube. I'd like to have uh, YouTube shorts, TikTok clips, reels, you know, same same thing, just for different platforms, uh, a couple each week to sort of, you know, and, and I think you guys can, even if even for the episodes where I drone on and it's depressing, I think anybody who's listened to an episode of my podcast knows that there's at least three or four great clips per episode. So I think this will take advantage of sort of my strengths. Um, and then, uh, so basically this will be the last episode you hear probably for a week or two. Like I'm, I'm almost certainly not going to do one next week because we're going to just sort of do a reset as far as titles, new titles, because he wants something that sort of indicates the hook. I thought to myself, and it's kind of weird because I, uh, with a, I had a year and a half break, but I've been doing the Righteous Brick podcast since January 2012. Um, so it's still going to be me, but I think the two titles I sent to him off the top of my head after thinking about it yesterday was Rain on Your Parade, which is like cutesy. It does get the point across, but it's like maybe a little cute. The, the title, I think, which is a little more broad, um, would be Cold Takes. Which I used to tell a friend, uh, comedian Dan Enfield, because he was always obsessed with like, he'd be like watching these movies from the 90s and email me and Chris Lamberth and go, dude, have you guys ever seen Unforgiven? This movie's fucking great. It's like, yeah, yes, 30 years ago, Dan. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Turner and Hooch. Is this is this like one of the funniest movies ever or what? Man, I'm just seeing it. It's like, yes, Dan, I, I saw it in the theater with my mom when I was uh, eight or nine years old. So, yes, congratulations. Or ten. Was that an 89 movie? I forget. But the point being, I'd always told him he should have a podcast called Cold Takes, where he just discusses old-ass shit like it's new. Like he's just discovering all these old things. And I thought that was a funny hook. He never did it. So I'm thinking if if Mike thinks it's good, maybe Cold Takes with J.O. Covan, and then the one-line description will be, you know, uh, you know, whatever popular, trendy, or hot take you have, it's wrong. Um, so Rain on Your Parade or Cold Takes were the two titles I sent him. Um, but I also, it will involve... Um, going to his studio in, in Brooklyn, which is fine by me. Um, it'll sort of make this a more business-like uh, enterprise. And I told him, I don't know what we'll be doing in 2024, but I figure while I'm still in this, I'm still uh, got some gigs and I'm still uh, going to be in the process of promoting specials. Um, why not just give this podcast a chance? Um it probably won't do much for me, but why not? I have a big social media following, maybe catering the podcast promotion to the social media algorithms and how people are consuming this shit will will boost it. Might be not, probably not, but that's basically um, what's going on with this with this show. So not quitting this show, but almost definitely no and there will still be obviously patreon episodes those will be just 
willy nilly from 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 my home. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, maybe make this month a good month to check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash jlcovan. Um, good stuff, cons- you know, putting up a lot of, putting up a lot of stuff. Uh, I've got a few sketches coming out this week, um, three, in fact, that I'm making tomorrow. Uh, one will be a Trump book club review of um, Ron DeSantis's book. If you remember those from Trump, the internet, um, I used to, I used to, I did over, over that, over the 2020, like several book reviews with all the Trump books coming out. Those were often very popular. I forget which one got like a hundred thousand. I think when I reviewed Mary Trump's book, I think that one got over a hundred thousand views. Um, I'm going to do a Ron DeSantis announcing his candidacy video. That'll probably be the first one to go up since I want to beat him to his own candidacy announcement. And then I'm also going to do a Mike Pence announcing for 2024 video so so those will be out this week most i think just all regular youtube um but uh yeah i guess that's that's your update that's the big update i think you know rebrand of the show uh um, it should be a slicker production a tighter production uh, a more on brand focused production but still you'll get you'll get all the jl uh, cruelty and nonsense and cynicism and hate um just in a in a more corporately slick package ready for morons to consume in the ways they prefer i like podcasts on tiktok well you sound stupid but guess what i'm now going to cater to you because that's what we do we we cater to the worst that is what entertainment now is um, there'll be a couple of blogs this week. Uh, if you're listening to this, there's already one up where, uh, I basically say that DeSantis can't beat Trump because Trump has turned DeSantis into Christina Aguilera. And that is a reference to something I may have expanded on, uh, on this podcast, but how, um, Trump goes to the, e- well, he goes beyond decency for any normal human being, but he goes to the edge of decency for a tax cut loving Republican. And then that forces DeSantis to go full Aguilera, dirty, assless chaps, ridiculous, and look cruel to even a MAGA perspective. It's like, well, DeSantis is kind of a, he's not, he's like, Trump is tough when he does evil shit, but DeSantis just comes off as like a try-hard, cruel prick. I don't know about that guy. So uh, it, it's in the blog. It'll be explained. It's, it, I haven't written the blog yet, but by the time you listen to this, the blog will be up. Uh, so um, that and then the uh, the next one I'll write later this week will be called The End of Hack, which I've been working on for a little bit. But uh, just about how social media has upended uh, and I think eventually will destroy the the artistic process of stand-up comedy. That's all. Not too apocalyptic, obviously. Um, but uh, what else? This, yeah, this, this is this podcast. I don't know that I have a ton of funny stuff. I got a lot, to, got a lot of things to do today, um, including worship. Got a gated church scene. Got a worship. But uh, a recommendation I would make. Um, um, there is just, let's, I, I say it all the time, but my God, there is just too much fucking content on the fucking streaming platforms. It's like, I turn, I, I do like when I wake up, you know, I have a cup of coffee like 5.30 on a Sunday morning, 
And uh, I go, yeah, let's see what the straight, let's see what else has been added. And then I end up uh, always adding like two to three things between the seven platforms we subscribe to. And I'm like, we're never going to get out of this. We're never, there's like a, it's like, it's like the national debt, but it's the content debt. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I'd gotten down to like three things on Netflix we wanted to watch, but I just added two. Okay. So now we're back up to five pieces of content. Um, it's, it's just, it's too much. And it's, I think at some point I'm just going to have to go. I don't, I don't care anymore for my own health. Um, I can't let entertainment be a chore. This is, this is sort of the genius, the evil genius of these companies is that, and I joked about this on too big to fail. Uh, yes, an album 11 years old. So once again, prescient forward seeing ignored. That's the, those are the three hallmarks of jail Covan's comedy. Uh, where I just talked about Netflix feeling like a chore. And little did I know they just kept increasing. So you just feel like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep, I'm, I'm behind. Behind in what? Like you have to sometimes just pause and go, what, what am I behind in? Entertaining myself? No, no. How dare you? Streaming platforms make me feel like entertainment is now a, a part-time job that I have. No. But, uh, and you just realize like, so I have this show Citadel on my list, this Amazon sort of action series with, um, what's her name? Priyanka Rihanna, Rihanna Pranka. That's, well, that sounds awful. Priyanka Chopra, right? I don't, I don't say the Jonas, sorry. Um, that's, I just, I can't respect that couple. Um, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he comes off. He's, he's the Jonas brother that always comes off as like a cheesy Wahlberg uncle, Compared to you know, Joe Jonas, I'm cool with him being with Sansa from uh, Game of Thrones. He seems, he seems more cool. Um, and then the other one I respect because he's like the one. Yeah, you guys, um, you guys go out and get all all the celebrity chicks and and have fun and do a side projects like Jumanji and DNCE. Uh, I'm just gonna stay here with my with my you know my wife of of 25 years and we're only you know 38 years old. <laughs> I respect him, but Priyanka Chopra. No, I can't. I mean, and I mean, I respect, I mean, I respect the traditional values of her being like, I am now Priyanka Chopra Jonas. And I'm like, ugh, come on. It doesn't even go. It doesn't even, like even for branding purposes, come on. It doesn't even fit. And then I watch these commercials for, 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 um, Citadel on Amazon. And I'm like, oh man, why don't you, can't you leave the Jonas the Jonas Goober and get with fucking Rob Stark. Yeah, maybe she's afraid of like having her stomach gutted, like the Red Wedding, and I can appreciate that. It's a very traumatic scene. Like, I wonder if that hurt that actor. Was his name Richard Madden? I think, but well, I just call him Rob Stark. I wonder if that hurt his his dating life because obviously, on the plus side, you're a handsome guy with an accent from Game of Thrones. But on the negative side, the last thing we see of you is like the woman you're with having her pregnant belly stabbed 50 times spoiler so i wonder but then i see them on screen i'm like yeah priyanka that's who you should be with like priyanka chopra madden sounds better to me than priyanka chopra jonas but I still would say, um, you know, this is me being a feminist. Sorry, no apologies here, guys. As you know, uh, I'm a feminist of the most militant order. But I say Priyanka Chopra. 
nice tip of the hat to your husband. Okay, I respect the effort, but like the the gig, the, the charade is up. Just just go back to Priyanka Chopra, even if you're married and stuff. Just just come on, just, just your name, just your name. That's all we need. But I watched that previous pre- session and I go, okay, I'll, I'll, I, I, this looks like it might be interesting and fun. And I'm like, but I don't know anybody who's talking about it. Not that that's the criteria for watching a show, but I'm like, we're just in this avalanche of king intent where we're just like, I got to watch. Did you watch that? Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, I'm on to the next thing. What did you, did you watch this? Go, did you see Poker Face on Peacock? No, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm just catching up to jury duty on Freevee. Oh, okay. But did you watch the last season of Maisel? No, no, no. I'm still, I've, I've started that one. Okay. But did you, um, are you watching the other two? I actually am watching the other two because that's priority television. Okay. But did you fucking see um, Sylvester Stallone has a new reality show with his uh, mildly attractive, but the Photoshop of the fucking thing makes them look hotter than they are reality show on paramount plus i actually did watch two episodes of that it's not that good okay yeah but okay so fuck that you fucking watch that but have you watched the new muppets show on disney plus i know you're a big muppets fan no it's in the list but i haven't watched it oh fucking well uh you're up to the last season of uh uh, what we do in the shadows on fx right hulu show like fx hulu yeah no have you watched it no i can't i can't watch it yet no it's I'm, i'm i'm behind on that oh fuck well um have you watched queen's gambit no not yet i know it's three years old i that's the one thing i have to fucking watch now okay well when you're done with that you know my did your dentist recommend several korean shows that are hit shows crossover shows that you should watch he he did i haven't i haven't touched a fucking episode of those oh well that's okay but um you know conor mcgregor he's he's got a new uh, series on on netflix that looks kind of cool it does look kind of cool i added to the list i haven't touched it yet oh okay well what about <laughs> there you go end scene that's called man about to kill himself because of too much content so the point is i'm tired of i don't know how to pull the plug but like programs have now become like chores and they've been like that for a little while um but so citadel's just like like that guy richard Mann, i think i talked about this either on a bonus episode on the patreon or last week's episode but it's like yeah you were in some show as like a emma emma mi6 agent or emma what are they called? What, uh, what, isn't that MI6 or, or whatever? Like this, whatever. He was like a British secret service agent or something in some show. And it was like, I think it was called bodyguard. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, it was pretty good. Couldn't tell you anything that happened in it. Watched it a few years ago. Thought it was pretty solid. Couldn't tell you anything that happened. And it's just like, man, is it worth watching any of it? Like, it's just, it's just an avalanche of fucking, stuff that just keeps it and, and it's whatever and i get like i think i'm probably contributing to that obviously my diehard fans appreciate you know the blogs the videos the book reviews the the, the, the clips of stand-up shows etc but um i'm probably not helping myself i'm probably just part of the content avalanche to some people but um the point is i gotta go do some other stuff now but um i guess say goodbye to the righteous prick podcast it's coming back with a whole br- we're calling it max from now on <laughs> HB at least whatever rebrand I do, it will not be worse than HBO max going call us max. And it's like, I'd rather not. That's like Priyanka Chopra going, just call me Jonas. Oh, so now you don't even want the Priyanka Chopra part. You just want to be known as Jonas. Okay. Good move. Good move. Um, so yeah, rebrand remix. Revision, refined, replenish, retarded.
No, I just I just said that because I figured you guys were waiting for me to say something offensive. No, I don't. I that's I take that back. Um, but thanks for listening. Thanks for being on the journey, whether you've been on the journey for a year, three years, or eleven years. Um, we'll be back. Uh, we won't be back stronger and better. I like to pro- under promise and over deliver, so we will be back weaker and worse. But see, now I've lowered expectations. So when you come and listen to cold cold takes. Or rain on your parade. I'll see what what Mike thinks in terms of what we should do. And it seems like my my slot at the studio will probably be Thursday nights. So my guess is the podcast will also be going up uh, a different time of the of the week. So see you next Tuesday. Might be fuck yourself Friday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Or I don't know, but it, but I don't think we're going to be because I'd like to be, you know, if we do interviews or, or, you know, obviously discussing or complaining about trendy things, those those will be mildly evergreen. At least those don't have to go up probably next day or next week. But as far as my discussion of obviously what's going on in my career and what's going on in the world, I'd prefer to be as up to date as possible. So maybe maybe see you next Tuesday will become Fuck Yourself Friday. Um, Fife. And uh, we'll see. But, but uh, obviously, stay tuned. We got to get some some new artwork. We got to get a new title. We gotta we gotta totally redo the show because, um, you know, as I said with the specials, if I'm doing it, let's do it. If I'm not doing it, don't do it. But I'm still doing this. I'm still so it's might as well be, you know, might as well expand this shit to to more people if possible. So, uh, it may not be possible, but it's worth, worth a shot. And I, I trust Mike and, and I would at least like to see somebody with some expertise and skills, um, see if they can, if they have the Midas touch to turn my shit into gold. So thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, being part of the righteous prick community. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, in a week or two, maybe three new show, new me. Same crappy attitude. So have uh, a great uh, week and um, possibly for the, and and, and I guess, wow, I don't think I will see you next Tuesday. So in case nobody's ever gotten the joke, I'd like the last word of the last episode of Righteous Prick Podcast. I won't see you next Tuesday, but I will say what that is. Cunt. Cunt.